and welcome back to Endopod. If you're new here, hi, my name is Hepsi Xavier and I'm a third year medical student. Today we'll be discussing about antipsychotic drugs and how the side effects can cause patients to develop type 2 diabetes in the long run. Antipsychotic drugs are widely prescribed to control various mental disorders whose symptoms include psychotic experiences. These include schizophrenia, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar disorder, and mania. At certain circumstances, it may also be used to treat severe anxiety, agitation, and severe forms of delirium. To get a better idea of how antipsychotics work, we need to understand the four dopamine pathways mesolimbic pathway, mesocortical pathway, nigrostriatal pathway, and the tuberoinfundibular pathway. The mesolimbic pathway is relevant to positive symptoms of schizophrenia such as hallucinations and delusions, hence all antipsychotics drugs have the ability to reduce this pathway. The mesocortical pathway is relevant to the negative symptoms of schizophrenia. This deals with emotions and cognitive functions of a patient. The nigrostriatal pathway is related to neurological effect caused by dopamine D2 antagonists. Blocking of this will lead to extrapyramidal side effects. Finally, the tuberoinfundibular pathway influences prolactin release, which is inhibited by dopamine. Now let's move on to the types of antipsychotics. There are two generations of antipsychotics. The first generation was licensed in the 1950s and were known as typical antipsychotics. These tend to block dopamine D2 receptors in the dopaminergic pathways of the brain, which means that dopamine released in these pathways has less effects. However, these will lead to severe neuromuscular side effects, commonly known as extrapyramidal side effects. This includes akathisia, which is an inner, restless, involuntary movement, and acute dystonia, which is repetitively involuntary contractions of certain muscles, and Parkinsonism. The second generation of antipsychotics were licensed in 1990 and were referred to as atypical antipsychotics, which tends to block all four dopamine pathways. These were preferred as they cause less severe neuromuscular side effects in the first generation. However, they are more likely to cause serious metabolic side effects, including rapid weight gain and hyperglycemia, which eventually leads to type 2 diabetes mellitus. As mental disorders are mostly chronic diseases, these drugs are often prescribed for many years and can cause serious glucometabolic side effects. Hence, understanding the mechanism of antipsychotic drug-induced diabetes will be helpful in preventing and treating these side effects. Diabetes is characterized by hyperglycemia due to insufficient insulin production or insulin resistance. As you all may know, insulin is secreted by the beta cells of the pancreas and is known to promote glucose metabolism to produce energy. Without the production of insulin, or if the body is resistant to it, blood glucose will not be maintained at a normal level. There are a few explanations behind the cause of antipsychotic drug-induced diabetes, and I will list it out here. Firstly, antipsychotics can inhibit the insulin signaling pathway in the targeted cells, such as muscle cells, hepatocytes, and adipocytes, causing insulin resistance. Insulin resistance refers to the situation where the target cells lose response to insulin stimulation and thus reduce glucose uptake. Secondly, antipsychotics can result in obesity due to hyperlipidemia and hypertriglycemia. Antipsychotics are amongst the most obesogenic medications and obesity is closely associated with the development of type 2 diabetes. 
As many as 50% of antipsychotic treated patients have gained weight. Patients often describe an increase in appetite and food intake, and this is mainly caused by a huge increase of the hormone leptin, which is our hunger hormone. Lastly, antipsychotics can cause direct damage to beta cells in the pancreas. Pancreatic beta cells are the only type of cells that secrete insulin. Antipsychotics can alter the function of these cells, leading to apoptosis of these cells and less insulin being produced. Hence, it's becoming clearer that antipsychotics act on glucose and insulin homeostasis in a variety of direct and indirect mechanisms. As discussed above, multiple mechanisms are involved in antipsychotic-induced diabetes, including increased obesity, insulin resistance and beta cell damage. At present, there is no effective approach to overcome these side effects. However, screening, monitoring and prevention of these changes caused by antipsychotic drugs could be critical key to improve these patients' clinical outcomes. This has been acknowledged in numerous national and international guidelines. In the UK, opportunistic screening for the development of type 2 diabetes in patients taking antipsychotics has been ongoing in the community. Initial evaluation has been included in pre-treatment screening as well as education. Repeat metabolic risk assessment is also universally recommended if individuals are switched from one medication to another. Diabetes and mental illness can both be challenging lifelong conditions, but opportunities exist for healthcare professionals to improve the current situation for this potentially vulnerable and high-risk group. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and thank you for listening in. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook and give this podcast a share. If you have any requests for future podcasts, then let us know. As always, we're very grateful for the support we are receiving. Before I go, I want to say a big thank you to Alan Yap, our society's fifth-year representative, who was involved in the making of this episode. Stay safe and happy. This is Hepsi Xavier, signing off. Disclaimer. Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society is a student-led organisation, and the content provided through Endopod is solely for informative purposes. This does not replace advice of a doctor or any other healthcare professional. All the information provided in this episode was researched on appropriate resources and they're available in the episode description. Thank you for listening.